This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. What up, everybody? How you all doing? How you? Where is this? Is this microphone good? I don't. Oh no. Is that better? Worse? Better? That's better. That looks better. That looks all right. There it is. You know, I'll just be me then. Fuck it. Whatever. Ah, fuck, that was weird. Welcome back, episode 53, Piss Golf Podcast, you made it. I made it, oof, did I have a fucking rough fucking week, hell of a week, man. Fun ups and downs and lefts and rights and life was a roller coaster. We've got a couple things I want to talk about. Um, we'll start with the update. Here's what's been going on with me, do-do-do, um... Yeah, so last thing I left off, I think I told you, um, I think I recorded this on a Monday, so I'd already had a date on Sunday, and it went well, it went well, and then Monday I went and uh, I did my thing, worked out, like always, as I'm a fucking crazy man, even though I, I went rock climbing the day before, um, and, it, and it took, I've been not taking any days off to recover, um, and that's just really dumb of me. But you know what? I'm a dumb guy, so dumb guys will do dumb things. And uh, somebody who's, I don't know, active recovery, I keep hearing that word. I like that word. That means I can still be active while recovering. So I've just been increasing the creatine because that keeps my, my muscles uh, hydrated and that will get rid of all the lactic acid, especially with the branch chain amino acids. So bam, there you go. When, you're, when you know, the more you know, the more you grow with Yusuf. This is doctor, physician, um, Yusuf over here right now. So going back to comedian Yusuf though, I hit two mics. Um, I hit dingoes. Always a bad mic. I'm sorry. It's always a terrible mic. The one in Clifton, but it's good to kind of get that out of the way before the better mic, which is Boulevard. And Boulevard's not always better, but it's always better because there's at least the bartender in the room. So there's at least always one non-comic. And it doesn't have flies all around like Dingo's. Dingo's has way too many flies in the bathroom. I hate having to take a piss when I have to go there. But I love the place overall, you know. When they were doing it on the other across the street at Ding Bats, that's like the actual venue that they do, like events. That shit's dope. But then you also have to get people to come in. Otherwise, it's just you and the bartender. Which is, you know, that happens a lot. But, you know, um, no, Boulevard... The cool thing about Boulevard is they play poker in the back. So, like, if you tell really good jokes and they're not really even paying attention, that means that they're paying attention to your jokes more than poker if you make them laugh. So I get them to laugh sometimes. I love that shit. And uh, so it's a good time, you know. I had a lot of fun that day. I don't remember what happened exactly. I think there was something eventful. No, I don't think there was anything eventful. Tuesday was also kind of, Tuesday was a weird day, 
So on Tuesday, the mic I love to go to, Reserve, the one I started with Carl, um, they couldn't do it for whatever reason. I don't remember. There was some reason they couldn't. And uh, and then the other mic that I could have tried to hit, they're, they're just too far away, and the other ones were too early by the time I get out of shit, my work. So it kind of sucked. I, um, I just, I don't know, I wanted, oh, I just didn't want to be... I like going out and doing comedy because it's like oh I don't have to be alone but also it's like yeah it's pretty much that if I'm going to be honest I don't like being alone even though when I'm there I kind of do sit by myself and act all like, like a loner because uh, I feel like I don't want to bother people but um, getting real introspective here today huh okay that's fair but yeah I, um, I didn't like I don't like being alone and it was cool I I hit up Chris Park my boy even though me and him have an online beef right now, so fuck Chris Park, man. If you're online, you see Chris Park, tell him, fuck you, Chris Park. I'm on Team Yusuf. Um, but, uh, but no, it's just, it was cool. I hit him up and asked him about the mic, if I could make it. Because the host is, was like, I'm not hosting today, but you should come next week. I'm like, you didn't even ask me. I said, how long, you're the you person who usually hosts this. How late does it usually run to? So I don't waste the fucking 50-minute drive to not go up. I mean, I assume she's a woman. I don't know what her gender is. She could be anything. But yeah, what else? Um, so I hit up Chris. He's a good guy, uh, even though I said uh, online, though, he's a piece of shit. But he's like, yeah, no, nothing, whatever. Uh, come over, Amber and Chris uh, Pruneau are coming over. We'll all just chill so we did we just hung out for a little bit it was fun it was good because uh, I was on a microdose I microdose a lot I've been microdosing a lot again I think I have to maybe slow down on it or do it more I don't know one of the two it's gonna get real introspective yeah uh, but yeah Wednesday I wanted to go to a mic Wednesday I was gonna try to hit Scotty's maybe and then Wawa, or just go to Wawa. But then there's a hurricane warning and flash flood warning and tornado warnings, and they're fucking going crazy. And I'm and it was good. I got my workout done during the daytime because it wasn't really even raining at all. And if it did, it barely drizzled enough to where I came home and I was pretty much still just as moist as I would be from running or walking uh, normally, just because I sweat a lot when I exercise vigorously. Um, that's what happens when you hydrate a lot, guys. You know that? When you drink a lot of water, you sweat a lot of toxins out of your body. So maybe there is something to use of only drinking water and coffee all the time. I'll take a sip of water now, actually. I fucking love that. That's, this is low-quality H2O, though, I'm telling you that. I need to get some high-quality H2O. That's going to be my next thing. When I'm so rich, I can afford fancy bottled water that doesn't have shit that calcifies my pineal gland. All right, moving on. So, yeah, Wednesday... Uh, it was actually the best decision I did is right before I was really, really planning on going and I'm so glad I didn't because I kept hearing everybody saying they got stuck on long ass drives home and I would have been driving myself crazy if I did. I didn't do that. Instead, I got ready as if I was going to leave and as soon as my shift ended, right before it ended, and I go to log out of the computer 
I get another one of those like Amber Alert things, the, the emergency alerts. And it's like a uh, fucking flash flood warning, flash flood warning. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing this. I'm not wasting my time. There's too many signs, man. There's too many signs for me to avoid. And instead, I ended up, uh, I went on a FaceTime call with uh, the lady I'm talking to, the, the one I went on a date with. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was really easy to talk to her. But then I, I also realized, now that I'm thinking back, I think I might have did a lot more talking than her. Like, both times. I, I always do all the talking. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, so... We'll see. We'll see. We'll move on. Thursday was... Oh, yeah, Rhino. Rhino was fun. I got to go to New York State to Suffern. Uh, go to Rhino. Rhino Comedy up there. and uh, I got there. Monty. Fucking shout out to Monty Mason. If you don't follow him already online, follow him. I'm going to put his... Let me put, make sure I put a note. Tag Monty. Yeah, Monty Mason, great fucking comic, great guy. So always so goddamn supportive and always so goddamn nice and real. Like, like if a joke is not good, he'll tell you it's not good. Usually he won't just tell you, but you'll know based on his reaction when you tell it. And then if you ask him, he'll be honest. But he's not a mean guy where he's not going to go up to be like, yo, that joke sucks unless it's really bad. And he thinks that will help your comedy. Any advice that Monty gives me is always amazing fucking advice. And I love it. And it was cool because I got there and Monty's like, Yo, Yousef, let me see if I can squeeze you in to the early show. And I was like, oh, you don't have to do that. I, I don't know if my material, my material might be a little too blue. Uh, which is for you non-people who don't know what that means. I'm just looking at a blue cup, so I said blue instead of saying dirty. My material is really dirty or controversial sometimes. And as I looked at the cup of water, I want another sip. So I just took it, and now I want a sip of coffee. So I'll take one of those. So he got me on. I was like, you know what? No, fuck it, bro. You can say whatever you want. Trust me. And it was good. I went up. Now here's what happened. There's this comedian... He, he goes by the stage name Jewish Jerry Seinfeld. And he stole one of my jokes. I mean, it's a hack joke, if we're going to be honest. It, anybody could have probably came up with it. It's really, really easy. Um, but my joke goes pretty much, you guys got to stop posting Free Palestine. All, all the time I'm online, I just see free Palestine, free Palestine, free Palestine, and you wonder why Israel tries to take it. They love a deal. Now, sometimes I'll say Jews try to take it, but that just gets more divisive and whatever. Um, but I, I know the first time I told him that joke, or I told that joke in front of him, he got really upset. And he didn't laugh during the, the way I said, like, I told the joke. And so afterwards I said, uh-oh. Because he also wears yarmulkes. Like, uh oh, this. Because I didn't know who he was either at the time. So, like, uh oh, this guy. He's probably in the Mossad. He's gonna send. Uh, or this guy's gonna send the Mossad after me. And he goes, uh, American Jews and Israeli Jews are not the same. And then I say, okay, we'll talk about this after. This is my time. And I go on with my set. I have it recorded somewhere. I can prove it eventually if I need to. 
And then he comes up with a pretty similar joke, which is like, oh, I'm on TikTok, I'm on political TikTok, or as I call it, politicock. And all I keep seeing is free Palestine, free Palestine, free Palestine. I'll take one of those. Just like my joke, I'll take one of those. <laughs> Yo, right? It was very weird. Um, and so he goes up and he does that joke. And or before he does that joke, I was already mad because the first time he told that was a week before on Thursday when I was at Railroad. Uh, and when I was there, he got, he fucking, he told the joke and then he left. And I was like, that's, like, I'm sitting there like, yo, he took my joke. Did anybody else notice it? And I was so angry and he left so I couldn't confront him. So when I just got angry at somebody who's not even in the room, it just kind of brought down my set and it didn't do well that night uh, until I got myself out of it and brought it back with some other jokes about fucking Sharia law or something. Uh, but yeah, I... It was rough, man. It was it was a rough 30 seconds to dig myself out of that hole, being mad about him stealing it. And then whatever, again. Now, fast forward again. We're back on Rhino Night. So he goes up before me. So, again, to fill you in time-wise, because I know I ramble and I go off. I know this guy steals my jokes, and now he's on stage. And he literally asks, and I make sure I don't say anything right away, because I'm not trying to heckle. But I'm also kind of pissed. And so he's going around. And he's like, what's one thing you hate? Anybody? Anybody? What's one thing you hate? And I'm like, stealing jokes. It was once the deal. Because that's what he does. He steals even Seinfeld's. They kinda, which is not even really Seinfeld. They take another sip of coffee. So all the comics laugh. He goes through... Eventually, he does the joke again. He does the joke, and I look at my friend Luke. Shout out to Luke Rothschild. I'm trying to do a spinoff podcast with him. A little side one. Um, and and Luke's like, yo, that's your joke. Like, he's telling your joke. And so I was like, yeah. And then, oh, so did Monty. Monty looked at me like, what the fuck? What the hell is that? Like, and then I guess... I don't know if he laughed when I was like, when I said the don't steal jokes thing when he asked in the beginning, what do you hate? Uh, name what's something you hate? And, uh, stealing jokes. Monty might not have laughed because he didn't know what the hell was going on, maybe. But then he saw me tell that last time I was at Rhino as well. He saw me tell that joke. And then he saw Jewish Sherry Seinfeld tell my joke. So he knew right away. Now, towards the end of his set, he's got he's got the one-minute light. I guess he's trying to do his little version of crowd work. He's just going to riff off of a topic you just throw out. So he says, tell me something you love. I say, when you don't steal jokes. And he goes, oh, we got a heckler. We got a heckler. He broke character. I was so glad he broke character. Because I think last time uh, I saw him at a mic, he didn't sign up as Jewish Jerry Seinfeld. He used a different name. So very happy for him. But yeah, afterwards... Uh, I go up, I do my set, I just talk a whole bunch of shit. I might put it on in the end. I mean, I I might not. I might, might not, probably not. Maybe I will. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. Because um, I just start talking shit about that. And then I just start doing other things. And it was fun. It was fun. I had a good set. And then the second one, because it was two sets that night. I didn't do, I did good too did a whole different none of the jokes were the same at all so I got to do 10 minutes which is awesome um and 
the bad thing was I didn't stick the landing on my last joke, and I, and that literally like almost ruined the whole night for me. But right in between all that, between my my second set, um, in the intermission part, I went outside and me and Jewish Sherry Seinfeld talked. Water. I was taking a sip of water. Sorry, I should have said that first. We talked it out. We're cool now. I asked him. I kind of gave him an out. I was like, look, I don't know if this is you stealing a joke or it's um, parallel thinking or if you did it by accident or maybe it's just a really hack joke. But you can't be a joke thief. And he's like, and he tried to defend himself. Oh, no, I have documented proof that I told. I said, no. First of all, the first time you ever saw me on stage, we had an argument about this joke. And we talked it out. Do you remember when you said Israeli Jews and America Jews are not? Yeah? Okay. So, so you see? And now let's go in front of all the comics who don't think that this is going to get violent. And I just said, and I named some, some of the Joke Thief comics, like Victor Ponte uh, and Sean Barry. And I'm like, yo, you can't tell jokes around these people because they're going to steal the joke. So you have to just pretty much do crowd work around them. Do you want to be known as one of those people? Then don't steal jokes, is all I'm saying. And if it was parallel thinking, that's fine. If it was a hack joke, that's fine too. Maybe it'll happen again, maybe it won't. But if you are a joke thief... Don't be one, or if you want to be one, let me know so I know when to tell jokes around you or not. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a piece of shit about it. So yeah, that was that. Now, here's where the whole week goes sour. Between Thursday and Friday, I'll tell you that. I don't know what happened, but Friday, there was no open mics. And I didn't have the confidence, I guess, to ask uh, the the lady. Not that I didn't have the confidence. I just don't want to rush this shit. Uh, I didn't ask her, though, on Friday to go out. And I was like, oh, well, you know, there's a storyteller, Mike. You just have to tell a story. All right, cool. I'll tell a story. I don't know what story to tell. And I was like, you know what? I want to do the rise and the fall and the rise again of me but it's really about my mom. And I thought it would be really, really interesting to do. But it was too long, we only got five minutes. So, I didn't do it. I ended up telling another story. What story did I tell? I'm trying to remember now. Oh, I told the story about the fight I did the night before. What I just told you guys right now, but I told it way better and I told it in only five minutes. Um, way less details. Or maybe more deep. maybe it was just better that way. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it started going downhill because I was thinking about my mom all day long. And there was a lot of others. And I don't really want to unpack it right now. I kind of want to keep working on this. And maybe I'll tell you guys the story on the podcast in like a week or two. Um, Especially if somebody asks about it or something like that. But I'm not going to just... Because I I have just bullet points and I know how to make it flow. But I kind of want to make sure I get only the important details and I leave out anything that doesn't need to be there. Because I want this to also be like a, uh, a memorial for my mother because I love her. But, uh, but it made me really sad. And, and so me being all sad and all that all day long, it was really weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just out of it after that. Even though I told a different story, I was still very out of it on Friday. 
So I go home, and on Saturday, uh, Amber, a great friend of ours, uh, who's dating a comic, who's also a great friend. Both are, by, all, by the way, golf fights. Uh, so shout out to Amber and to Chris, who are golf fights. And Amber had a birthday party. Such a baby. I think she turned 23. God bless her. So young. So many mistakes that you can still make or avoid. Anyway, she had a birthday, and uh, I got entirely too. I had way too much fun, and then I also had way too many drinks. So, so it was not good. But it was good. It was fun. But then I woke up like crap. I went home and made fucking made remember those um, those crispy chicken wraps you used to get at McDonald's they used to have a barbecue one and they used to have a honey mustard one and I have barbecue sauce and I have honey mustard and I have these old crispy popcorn chickens and so I threw a bunch of those in the new wave oven so they can get all crispy as fuck cooked that up chopped up some lettuce and tomatoes all all shit faced by the way um, and then I made those little snack wraps because I had some tortillas and then I made some french fries and that's probably another reason I felt like shit drinking too much, not hydrating enough eating garbage food stayed up late and watched 13 Ghosts too for what reason? I don't know probably to give myself a nightmare before I go to sleep about stupid shit not even ghosts, I don't even think I had nightmares about ghosts I just think if I like if I had nightmares about something it was probably it's about my mom and not being able to help her which oh, too much information again alright so now that you're almost all caught up uh, Sunday yesterday was the day I had to recover um, took another microdose watched uh, finished Dave by the way if you haven't watched Dave it's on uh, on Hulu phenomenal it's a phenomenal show and um I kind of did something. I wrote my fears. What are what am I afraid of? And I wrote, and I had eight fears. You know what? Fuck it. I'll tell you guys. You guys are my golf fights. It's not like you know. Even if you're my enemies, it's not like you can bring any of these fears to life. You have no control over them. Only I do. My fears were being alone, failure, rejection, being hated, being an alcoholic being lazy, not being myself, and being ignored. And going to hell. I should have put that on the list. That's probably number one on the list. But also, also still also within control. Like, I can control whether I'm alone or not, or if I'm a failure or not. I can control rejection. Rejection you can't control, actually. Um, but I can control also being hated. If I'm doing things that are that people are hating... Well, don't do those things if it's generally unacceptable or maybe find people who will accept you for who you are. Because that also goes with not being myself, which is one of them. I hate not being myself. I hate when I, when I pretend to be somebody else or I have to be a different version of myself like I used to uh, at work versus with the family versus with my friends. And I couldn't just be the same one Yusuf all the time. Like I didn't... Before I was like, the same Yusuf, all one Yusuf. I was see. I, I say my name two different ways too. It's Yusef, Yusuf. I don't even know how to say it. But I would um, 
I remember with my family, I would not want to, to talk because I feel like it wasn't my place. Like I didn't even fit in with them. And that stems from a lot of things, you know. Mainly some shit with my mom. Uh, again, you'll hear it in the story, but it's wild, dude. The shit that I uncovered, oh man, you don't really want to even know, maybe. You've seen, especially I'm talking to you. I mean, it's nothing bad about you, it's just bad about me. But anyway, that's enough of my update. What else has been happening? Joe Rogan, he got COVID. You guys know that? They made him look so dumb. And they also made other people just look really dumb. So Joe Rogan gets, he goes to a show in Florida, evidently. Let me take a sip of coffee while I recall this. Or maybe see if I can find that 90 second video. They're probably on YouTube. Um, Joe Rogan. We're just going to go on his page. I want to see it from straight from the horse's mouth. Oh, he doesn't have anything about it. So let me just search Joe Rogan. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that. You know why? Actually, you know what? I might. I'm going to pause. Conditions. All right, I'm here's back. Here, here's this stupid video got from the tested, hell I stopped following. And that. turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak, uh, prednisone, everything. If you notice that we're trying not to say the name of the controversial drug. They're not going to say the name of it. They're also not going to let he can, him continue and say, and I was really sick for one day, and then I was significantly better on day two, and then I was significantly better from that day, the third day, even, even better. So he was pretty much fixed in three days. But you know what they didn't want to do? They wanted to make it sound like he's an idiot. They wanted to make him sound like he's dumb, like he took some stupid horse tranquilizer medicine. You know why they do that? Because they want you to be dumb and only take the vaccine. Why? Because the vaccine is safe and effective. And this vaccine apparently is supposed to prevent you from getting the sickness. But it doesn't. It doesn't prevent you from spreading it. It maybe makes it less, if you do get it, good. When I got it, I was fine after three days. So do I want to take a vaccine and maybe be sick for another day? When I was already fine after getting it. Oh, but this is going to be worse. Okay, well, God, well, then God takes me out. God takes me out, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, look, I'm a strong person. Uh, if I was somebody with a lot of underlying conditions, you know, uh, my sisters, they're pretty much diabetic. They're a little bit big. Uh, I love them. I want them to get healthy. Them, I could see them. maybe, But they're also too young to need it in my opinion. Because like, if they get it, they, they should be fine. But you know what, what am, who am I? I'm not Dr. Yusuf. Dr. Yusuf actually said he had to step out real quick. He had to go. Um, he should be back soon. Maybe I can get some more information from him about this. But it's a 96 second video. And I posted it on my uh, Instagram story. And then I also posted a picture. It was funny, it was uh, Conor McGregor. And let me see if I can put the, let's see, I'll put the Joe Post, Mick, Gregor, Rogan. 
don't know if I can do that. If I can, I have to figure out how to repost this shit. If I can do this video on, on my little, I'll put it on the, the Instagram for my uh, my thing. But 90 second long video, he pretty much just says everything that I said. Like he, he found out he got it. He took a whole bunch of stuff and then he got better real quick. And then I'll, I hear a lot of people like, I got an argument with these young people at Amber's birthday about it. Like, oh, and also people online were like, oh, well, you know, we can't afford... What they don't realize is if you actually get it, it doesn't have to be a death sentence if you take all of this stuff. And then they'll say, well, this stuff's not affordable. You know what? That goes down to just healthcare. No healthcare is affordable in America without insurance. You know? So that's the real problem. We're going to keep going in circles over what this and that, but Pfizer... By the way, if you guys Google... Uh, I spoiled it just now. Google who paid the largest uh, criminal fine in history and why. And it's Pfizer for selling uh, bad drugs. So that's 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 one thing, man. They're trying to make us look like idiots. Oh, I found out yesterday. I am was the only person of... There was like seven comics. It gets light around uh, Labor Day. Like, today's probably going to be really light. There were seven comics, dude. And out of all seven of them, six of them were vaccinated and Yousef. They all got it. And none of them said they got it in a way that they were excited about. They're all like, you know, I got shows in New York and I'm always going in and out of the city and this and that. Like, so, like, okay, yeah, you know what? For convenience sake, I understand. I do things for convenience sake, taking a sip of water. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's so, it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb that I'm, I'm the bad guy. I'm the idiot. You know, I tried to make this joke on stage. It didn't really work out, but it was like, like for right now, they're telling people kill uh, in New Jersey. They're telling people we have this invasion of spotted lantern flies. They're an invasion invasive species from Asia, and they have no natural predators. So if you see them, yeah, you're supposed to just kill them on sight, kill as many as you can, eradicate them. And people are just like, "Yep, the news told me, so I'm gonna do it." No research on their own. I mean, I saw prey mantis eat one, so it looks like there's at least one natural enemy. You think we can't train all the goddamn squirrels over here to eat fucking spotted lanternflies or something? Bats? Something? No natural enemies over here? Really? You really think not a fucking squirrel? Yo, we got some thug-ass fucking raccoons. You think they're not going to start snacking on those motherfuckers? Those little red tree snacks? Little flying snacks? I'm not going to kill one. I see, like, I see, I see them on my walks or my runs, and they're always on the floor. And I never want to step on them. In fact, I step over them. I step around them. But they're killing the trees. Well, then that's... You know what? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Am I an exterminator? No. I'm not going to take a job from a hardworking exterminator either. And uh, also, none of my business. Why do I have to kill them? Next, they're going to tell you... This is not... This was the part of the joke. It was first... First, they tell you to kill lanternflies because they're invasive. This is the joke. Next, they're going to tell you to kill your neighbors because they're invasive or unvaccinated. My thoughts after listening to Six Hours of Alex Jones Street. Maybe it's just confusing the way I word it. But... But, yeah. That's the thing. People are just so easy to... 
to just hop on that. They don't care. Um, Taliban. I'll talk about that. And then I'll do a ranking. And then I'll do that funny video. And then I'll go see if I can hit Kate's mic. And then I can go to the other two mics. So, what was I going to do? Talk to Taliban, 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 Yo, so the Taliban is apparently selling the leftover U.S. weapons and uh, vehicles to China. China. I can't do it anymore. China. Hey, it's me. No, I can't even do Donald Trump. I haven't heard his voice in so long. I'm taking a sip of coffee. I ran out of water. I mean, I didn't run out. The cooler's right behind me, but I then have to stand up. And if I do, I'm going to go pee, and then I'm going to have to pause this. But, um, China is getting the weapons. They're back engineering it. Why? Well, some people are speculating that Biden sold out to China and said, here, here you go. You can just have it. You can learn, do whatever. We don't, I don't know. He's a piece of shit. They're also in the South China Sea. They're ramping up for some shit. Looks like they might be trying to take Taiwan back. That could be bad. That could be bad, especially if they back engineer our machinery that we've been using in Afghanistan, which is our most recent war. So it's probably some of the latest of our technology. That could be bad. That could be bad. Could be. Could be bad. But why? Why did we even leave Afghanistan now? Why now? Well, maybe because, like, the the pharmaceutical companies who are making a lot of money on the opium in, in Afghanistan, they say produces 70% of the world's black market high-grade opium. And opium is used for heroin and other opiates and can be used to also create pharmaceutical-grade uh, opium and uh, opiates. You know, the ones that people are getting addicted to, like the Oxys and the Percocets and shit like that. And the fucked up thing is that we were sending... I mean, they did it in Vietnam. There was a movie about it. Um, It was with... I thought Jay-Z was in it, but it's actually Denzel Washington. I think Jay-Z just made a couple songs about it. And the movie was uh, about this guy. He was in the military, and he comes back... Uh, and brings back with the bodies a whole bunch of heroin and then he sells heroin and he's get he's able to do this the way they say it, they make it seem like he made all the deals with the people in the government to let it slide like he had different people in the air force and in the military that would like take a body and like also pack in heroin with certain bodies and then when they would ship it back over then when they come back they have they take the bodies and they have the specially marked caskets or whatever. They take the heroin out and then they can go ahead and still bury these soldiers. But they were doing that a lot. And apparently they were doing that in Afghanistan as well. So that's fucking terrible if we have to send our young men and women to go overseas to be used as uh, as pretty much drug mules. Dead drug mules. They don't even have consent. They're not even doing it consensually. Or with their knowledge. Just being disrespected. All in the name of a big pharma and money. You know, it's crazy. Like, you talk to these these soldiers that were in Afghanistan. 
and they say like we could we couldn't do anything to change their mind over there we couldn't really even help them if we wanted to they didn't want our help if we gave them fertilizer and told them grow anything other than opium they would still grow opium because it was more they would make more money doing that and or they would sell their fertilizer to the people who are growing the opium because they would make more money doing that and I get it what would you do I would do that oh shit I just got breaking news guys let me put this in here I'm gonna do a fat to have for Michael K. Williams he's an actor best known for his iconic roles as Omar Little in HBO Wire. The drama has died at age 54. And I'm looking at this guy and I know exactly who he is based on the picture. And he's actually a really good actor. And he seemed like a nice guy. I mean, I didn't know him at all other than his acting roles. But he seemed like he was a uh, fuck. He was a dad, I think, in uh, in the HBO Max thing, too. Um, the one about um, fuck. What a... Something country? Witchcraft country? No. Fuck, man. Fat Oh, man. That's fucking wild. That is wild, dude. That's wild. Let me look it up. My... What was his name? Oh, wow, that's how dumb I am. Michael K. Williams. Let's see. Yes, I'm not a racist. Yes, not a racist. Yes. Not a racist. Lovecraft country. He isn't it. Fuck yeah. Not a racist. I knew the right black guy. That was very disrespectful, Michael. I'm sorry. But may you rest in peace. May you rest in power. May I accept you in uh, in paradise, and maybe we all be accepted in paradise. You know. I don't. I don't want to be up there by myself. I want you all up there with me. I'm not. I'm not like. Oh no, not you though, because you were mean to me in high school. You're not allowed up there. No, I want you to be nice. I want everybody to get forgiveness and to eventually get up there. a sip of coffee as I walk to the bathroom I'll pause while I go use the bathroom and then I'll come back but like yeah think about that but I don't think about that while I use the bathroom be nice to more people why Why are we making I know my my the name I'm in the bathroom now let me get out while I talk but because then I, am, I feel like I have to pee even more but like I know the name of the podcast is called Pissed Golf I know I know and I'm supposed to be pissed and I do get pissed all the time and I don't don't even get me started I can get pissed really easily I haven't been jerking off uh, in like over a week and uh, I've been exercising a lot and running too added on that a lot more running instead of just mostly walking so my testosterone is up don't worry I'm good let me pause real quick though so where was I oh yeah so yeah rest in peace Michael Michael Williams I'm sorry about that that was a bad joke but I do want everybody to go to heaven I want everybody to be nice I think that'd be cool but um yeah man Crazy thought. We'll do crazy thought next. Do I have anything else to say about the Taliban? No, good. And that's good. I'll update you guys if there's any other information. Oh, we were working with them. I was right, guys. Remember when I said we'd probably get an intelligence 
from the Taliban and they didn't want to answer that when the reporter was saying that? They did. They admitted it. They were working with the Taliban, which is weird. How, how can you be working with them if they were our enemy the whole time? I don't know. Fucking none of it makes sense. They weren't even our enemy. It's supposed to be Al-Qaeda. Holy shit. And then ISIS now? Oh, my God. It's so confusing. You know what I, I... Sometimes I think, how do we know anything is real? Like, how, how do we know that we're not in a simulation and that things are just rendered in front of us based on what we think? For example, I went on a walk earlier today. It's, it's Labor Day. And by earlier, I mean like it was like noon. And I don't see a single person for the first mile of my walk. Not a single person, not a single animal, nothing. And I start thinking about halfway through, like, this is strange. I haven't seen any cars drive by. I didn't see anything. And then as soon as I thought that, hey, it's kind of strange. There are no people here. There are no children playing on a labor day. There's no cars, nobody's driving around at all. What? This is weird. And it was extra weird because then all of a sudden I turn a corner and then I start seeing people. First I just see this kid walking up a slide that they're supposed to slide down and then the parent, not paying attention, literally staring at his phone, watching the child. And I'm like, that's strange. This kid's gonna bust her ass and all she's trying to do is get her father's attention and her father won't look that's strange and then I start walking and I see another lady uh, Indian lady and all the Indian people around here for the most part they like walk around me like six feet and she didn't she walked like right next to me that was very strange uh, and then I'm walking back around this is all now sit literally a half this is what, after my first mile, it's about a mile and a half now that this is going between the second half of the second mile. I still three people now. And then I go around the corner and then there's a fucking car behind me that's driving and then it just stops. Like, this is, this is what, what the fuck is going on? And then I look and I can't see inside the car because maybe it's just got a lot of tints, but I almost couldn't see inside. Like they didn't render the visual of a person in a car. Now, I keep going, and there's this guy in a sleeveless shirt, and most people here also just, they don't, they avoid eye contact the entire time, so you can't really smile and, and say hi to people and shit like that. But, I'm like pretty much done like trying with most people except for uh, Peter. Peter's cool, I, I talk to Peter. Um, Peter's the old man that walks around this complex. I see him a lot and we talk about crazy shit but other than that I, I just try to avoid people and, and if I do see them and I see them make eye contact I smile and I wave I try to be nice this guy made eye contact with me and he said yo what's up and I said how you doing and he said good I'm like what the fuck is this people don't do this this is very strange then I see my neighbor and I didn't even know if he was actually there like I don't know I didn't and I noticed he was up there and say hi to him and he said hi back I took another sip of water and did another mile and then just kept seeing people and animals and shit it was very weird birds were fucking all of a sudden started flying around and shit took a sip of coffee 
Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I think it's like sometimes it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto, and you kind of only render what where you are when you're there. Because that's also I also think that there's a lot of people who are non-playable characters. So if I'm not going to talk to you, that's because I think you're a non-playable character, and you have no need to be interacted with. You're soon. You're soon gonna. I don't know, I think they're, they call it the Great Reset. And if you think about it, in the whole verbiage of the Great Reset. The Great Reset, from, from what I keep hearing from Isaac Wyson, is, number one, going to be a reduction in number of population. But we've already known that if you're into crazy shit, right? Um, we also know that it's going to also mean a new age... They say New World Order as if it's a bad thing, but then also with the Great Reset, it could be a good thing. It's because they say... They they try to make it look like a good thing, but what they're trying to do is reset everything and make um, up and down and left is right and black is white, pretty much flipping everything around. They want you to do bad things and make it seem like it's a good thing and making good things seem like bad things. Uh, this is part of the understanding. But then there's a people fighting it, and that's why it's called the Great Reset, because it's kind of be, going to be maybe bad. I don't know. I'm going off the tangent. I should do more research on that. Um, what do I want to talk about before I wrap it up? We'll do this. Um, best songs. I listened to Drake's Certified Lover Boy, uh, and I listened to Kanye West Donda. And to be honest with you, they both kind of weren't that great, but I, uh, I'm going to have to be honest with you too. Donda won. If I'm being real. Why? Well, I like Drake. I've listened to Drake for a very long time. Many years. Probably since... I'm trying to remember the name of the, the first song that I used to listen to. But it was back in high school. So I'm talking like 07, 08, I feel like. Maybe even earlier. But at least 07, 08. Pretty Boy Drake. You know, he had some... He had a song. I can't remember it now. I'm not going to look into it. But it's like real OG original Drake. And I also listened to Kanye for a very long time. Probably the same amount of time. Maybe before, actually. I still remember listening to him kind of. had a couple of his songs on, on CDs I would make for my little Walkman. My little no-skip Walkman I'd have. when I'd walk to and from school listening to music. Songs I'd burn that I'd download on LimeWire. Ah, the good old days. But yeah, when I, li- I like I like Kanye more, especially because uh, him and I have the same lost mother connection. He lost his mom, I lost my mom, and when you do that, you you become a part of a club in which the entry fee is way too high to be to want to pay, in which you would never pay. But once you're in that club and you identify its other members, you notice that you are not the same as everybody else. And that was a very vague and very weird way to say, once you lose a a significant figure in your life, be it a parent, a grandparent, uh, a sibling, anything like that, you kind of change in a very great way. Um, And the Dead Parents Club is no exception. Because when your parents pass away, especially when you're younger, you instantly become an adult. And the thing that sucks about that 
is it's like instantly maturing around your friends now your friends are like well who's this new person xyz you don't act like the same person it's, it's a really weird shitty place to be uh dead parents club and i wouldn't wish that on anybody but it does make me like i don't know i fucking vibe with kanye's music a lot so um let's see i'll play a little clip and i'll tell you why i like the this by the way, that was stronger by Kanye in the first first song. But let's see, we'll go with uh, we'll go with actually we'll do the Drake's certified boy lover or lover boy whatever it is whatever he is he's a fucking weirdo. The third song I picked, and you know here's the thing here's how I know I didn't like his album as much as Kanye's. There's only four songs from the whole album that I was like, yeah, I can listen to this more than once. And um, song number three. Fair Trade with Travis Scott. I like the beat. And and the lyrics kind of killed it. And let's see. I'm going to play like the first minute of it. Yeah. Not this point. I should have fast forwarded. Yeah. Hey. Feeling young when they treat me like the OG. And they want the tea on me. I swear these bitches nosy. Said he put some money on my head. I guess we gon' see. So, the lyrics, and I'll go through them. We don't have to play it all out, but it was like if you if you heard it in the beginning, like he was saying some shit, like oh oh, it was about Kanye. He goes, said he put some money on my head. I guess we're gonna see. I won't put no money on his head. My niggas owe me. I gotta be single for a while. You can't control me. What he means right here with that, all right, well, obviously you know about the money on the head thing. Um, but this part, I gotta be single for a while. You can't control me. Uno dos trace in a race they can't hold me. He's, I gotta be single for a while as a number one. Oh, it's actually a fucking really good lyric, man. I like that. Um, and I show my face in case so you know it's me. Also talk shit about Kanye's mask. Uh, imitation isn't flatter, it's just annoying me. I don't know what that's about, I guess. And I'm too about it. Oh, I like this line. Really like this line. And the dirt that they threw on my name turned to soil and I grew up at it. I love that. Um, time for y'all to figure out what you're going to do about it. Yeah. So now what are you going to do about it? That's fucking, I like that. It's actually kind of dope. I think that's kind of dope line. Big keys, big wheel, keep rolling, rolling, whatever. This part, I like this line. I'm outside, 29, G5, Seaside. Literally saying, like, when he was 29 years old, he was already doing fucking big shit. I've been losing friends and finding peace, but honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. Hey, you know what? Honestly, too, uh, uh, I gotta be real. That's why I picked this song as number three, because that sounds like a fair trade to me. If I'm going to lose friends and find peace, I'll take that. If you're going to be a bad friend to me or a shitty friend to me, and I, if I lose you, I, I have more peace in my life, oh, I'll, 
I mean, I'm not trying to, to abandon people, but I'm going to, you know, that's just a fair trade, <laughs> as it's called. That was the last sip of coffee. The rest is going to be water now. I have to get more. But I'm almost done here. So that's fair trade. That's why I like that. Number two is 7 a.m. on, what's it called? Let's see, 7 a.m. on the Brittle Path. On Brittle Path. This was a Kanye West diss track. Fast forward. Hold on. 226. Alright. Trust me, there's some shit you really gotta come see to believe. That's why your people not believers, they are leaving you. That's why you buying into the hype that the press feeding you. You know the fourth level of jealousy's called media. Isn't that an ironic revelation? Get that address to your driver, make it your destination instead of just a post out of desperation. This me reaching the deepest state of my meditation. Why you over there trying to impress the nation? Minds running wild with the speculation. Why the fuck we peacemaking doing the explanations? If we just gonna be right back in that bitch without hesitation. But let me digress on behalf of the association. I'll play it cool with you, Denmark, a nigga like Copenhagen. Oof. Yeah. So, I mean, it should have been pretty self-explanatory, but if I, uh, let's see, 226, make sure I got it. So, he goes, that's why your people, non-believers, they leave in you. So, like, right there, dig on Kanye being all religious. That's why you buying all the hype, the press feeding you. So I guess, I don't know what that's all about. But you know the fourth, I like this line. You know the fourth level of jealousy is called media. Boo! Isn't that ironic? Isn't that an ironic revelation? I don't know if I get that the fourth level of jealousy is called media. I don't know if I'm, maybe it's going to go over my head and one day I'm going to get it. Or one of you guys write it if you understand that. I'm just being dumb. No, you fucking piece of shit. Did he end the recording? Did he end the recording? It did not end. It did not end the recording. Instead of post that desperate... Oh, this is nice. All right. Give that address to your driver. Make it your destination. Instead of a post out of desperation. Kanye gave out Drake's address. He's like, yo, give that address to your driver. Yo, come talk to him. Let's see. This is me reaching the deepest state of my meditation while you're over there trying to impress the nation. Your mind is running wild with the speculation. Why the fuck we peacemake and doing the explanations if we gotta be right if we're just gonna be right back in that bitch without hesitation oh my god like he's so right like why are we gonna just keep pretending like we're gonna make peace if we're just gonna keep on doing the shit right again then he ends it with I'll play it cool with you then Mark and nigga like Copenhagen Denmark Denmark and Nick oh I love that that was a dope line I like that that was number two and the number one song is Love All Featuring Jay-Z. And the weird thing is, Jay-Z... Previously on Ready to actually, Die. Sorry. Jay-Z actually kills it. Kills it. And I think he's actually talking about Drake and not... I think he's actually taking shots at Drake. So let's listen to it. Let me see. Did I... Now it's foundation. Never had a lot. This is all I need. People never care till it's all I pay. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason. Alright, here it is. Niggas want to kill me and y'all still with them. Nigga, y'all chill with them. And y'all wonder why we not friends. Best thing I can do is not build with you. When I can destroy you, that takes some fucking discipline. I can send a team to come drill you. I got a billion or two. 
and I know where the fuck you live. Niggas gotta chill with talking gangster. You should just thank us. Humble yourselves a little bit. This ain't the same Sean that you knew once. I don't shine shoes, huh? This ain't what you want, nah. All that back and forth on the internet. Nigga, we don't tennis that. Y'all gotta do something. Yeah. Only thing we respect now is violence. Anything besides this, we playing violence, uh. I'm public enemy. Niggas want to kill me and y'all want me to be friendly. Niggas want sympathy after they want to end me. Be those closer to it, be the very ones to envy. Shout out to the family. I don't want no friends no more, not many understand me. Everybody wants something. You know the price everything, but the value of nothing. Everybody wants something. You know the price everything, but the value Never had a lot of nothing. Alright. Let's go back. Starts with niggas want to kill me and y'all still with them. Nigga, y'all chill with them and wonder why we not friends. Mm, I don't know who tried. I'm trying to remember who tried to kill Jay Z, but but damn, I think it's maybe somebody in Young Money's team. I don't know. Best thing I could do is not build with you. What I could when I could destroy you, that takes some fucking discipline. Woo! Best thing I could do is not build with you when I could destroy you. That takes some fucking discipline. Dog! That's a dope-ass line. He's literally saying, like, yo, you're gonna keep on talking shit? You know I, I could fucking destroy you. And instead, I'm not. I'm just gonna not work with you instead of ruin your life. I could send a team to come and drill you. I got a billion or two, and I know where you fucking live. See, now that line, I know where you fucking live. Where the fuck you live. I think that is a shot of Drake. That's why I thought this might be a diss track. On Drake's album, he had a diss track against Drake. And I don't think Drake even knows. I'm going to take a sip of water. I got a billion or two. I know where the fuck you live. Nigga, got to chill. We're talking gangster. You should stay because humble yourselves a little bit. Easily explain. This ain't the same Sean you once knew. I don't shine shoes. This ain't what you want, no. Back and forth on the internet. Oh, see, that's them both talking shit about. Now he's talking shit about both of them. Nigga, we don't tennis that. Y'all gotta do something. Yeah. Only thing we expect is violence. Anything besides this, we playing violence. I'm public enemy. Yeah, see, he just wants them to actually fight because he knows it makes more money for him. Niggas wanna kill me and you wanna be friendly. You want sympathy after they want to end me, but the clause, the closest would be to the very envy. Shout out to the family. I don't want my friends. I don't want no friends no more. Not many understand me. I vibe with that sometimes, man. Everybody want I vibe with that sometimes, man. Everybody wants something. You know the price of everything, but the value of nothing. But everybody wants something. Yeah, man. I fucking vibe with that. So yeah, those top three songs on the shitty certified lover boy uh, album. And now we're going to the Donda album. Donda. Top three songs. All right, for the reasons. There are way more songs. There's a lot of songs I, I could choose. I actually chose, there was, how many did I download? 13, probably half the album I liked. The other half of the album, I was like, I don't really need. Um, coming in the number three spot is 24. Where is it? The thing is that I don't like, and I'll say it right now, is it gets a little repetitive, but the message is really nice. So watch this. I know you're alive and God damn it. The devil's alive and now we've been a devil. 
Okay, so what I realized just now playing that song to you guys um, is this is just a good song for me to go and run with because, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so the, the lyrics that I chose were, I know you're alive and God's not finished. I know you're alive and God's not, by that I think, by that it's it's like a mantra for me like i know i'm alive and god's not finished working on me and then he goes the devil is alive but now he's finished the devil's alive now he fin the devil's alive now he's finished throw your hands up in the sky lord we wave them high it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay really just more positive affirmations we're gonna be okay god's not finished he's not finished working on me that's kind of why i like that line uh, or that song I'm missing uh, now that I realize it is just very repetitive though, and so maybe not everybody's top three, you know. Um, but number two, better song, Moon. I'm gonna play that song now. Oh, let me take a hit and then. Oh, I can't fast forward then. Forty seconds in. All right, this pretty much listen to, to fucking awesome ass lyrics by by uh, Kid Cudi. Here we go, strapping we up. Never forget all the memories. Sitting, I sit by my cup, thinking I should be a better me. Truly, I'm blessed from the start. So much to say in these melodies. Stare at the sky, the moon singing sweet Oh my God, such a sweet moment Angels, they say I'm not ever weak Such a lonely road Heaven knows I might never sleep Trouble in my soul Hey, I've been praying Life can be draining, oh Hey, will it try and keep on it Ashamed, hating what I will see, and nobody knows. So I go. Okay. Alright, sorry, I was trying to light this bowl, but I couldn't do it with one hand. You need two hands. Oof. Alright. Tell me that's not also more just so this is the reason I like the the, the Donda album more than the Kanye album uh, than than Drake's album is because Drake's album was just uh, I feel like it was good lyric like the, the music was good in lyrics he was he's a better rapper but Kanye is a better person that makes beats and then he had better messages so we're gonna I'm gonna go back and and just read he goes never forget all the memories sit and I sip out my cup thinking I should be a better me. He literally had that the other night as I'm sitting in and having a drink at home, thinking about my past and how I'm trying to become a better person, stop drinking as much, stop 
stop fucking around as much and start really, really focusing on everything as hard, going hard on every aspect of my life. And then the next lyrics, truly I'm blessed from the start. So much to say in these melodies. Now that second line didn't need to, but I'll take a sip of water. But I am truly blessed from the start. I stare at the sky, the moon's singing sweet. Oh my God, such a sweet moment. Well, when I see a full moon, I know I don't know what it is about the full moon, but I feel like I get recharged from it. So, stare at the sky, the moon's singing sweet. Oh my God, such a sweet moment. Yeah, that that hits all. Manny, Manny, you get that. You and I know. You know the power of the moon that I have. Angels, they say I'm not ever weak. Such a lonely moment. I don't get that, but I like the part that, they, that angels are saying I'm not weak because I'm putting myself in this. Heaven knows I might never sleep. Trouble in my soul. Well, you guys know that about me. You guys know that I have a hard time falling asleep, and that's why I have to take L3, uh, theanine, what do I take, and uh, magnesium 3 and 8, and uh, fucking 5-HTP, and not melatonin, because it fucks up my hormones, and I'm not trying to grow a bitch tit again. I already have one. I'm trying to get rid of it. <sighs> but yeah. I I, I, uh, I when I am at, when I'm trying to sleep at night, that's the worst time. Is the worst. I'm I'm not a day person. I love nighttime, but I hate nighttime when I have to go to sleep for something the next day, and I can't just let myself exhaust to sleep. Like the best part about the weekend is if I don't make early plans and I can just stay up as late as I want and fall asleep as naturally as possible. So I don't just sit there trying to sleep and just overthink about random stupid bullshit that I don't need to. Like the fears that I read here. A lot of those fears, things like that, I overthink about. And that's why I fucking buried those motherfuckers and then I ran away from them. Hey, I've been praying. Life can be draining. Oh, very true. Hey, we're late trying to keep hauling on. I'm ashamed and yet... What I will see, ain't nobody knows, so I go. And that... That hit home. I'm ashamed, and yet, what I will see, ain't nobody knows, so I go. Uh, I'm ashamed of being lazy. Um, And yet... What I see, nobody knows. So I do go hard. I'm ashamed of being alone. And nobody else knows that about me, really. Um, They probably don't know any of those fears. But I'm ashamed of them. But I don't put it out there so they don't know that. So then I'm the only one who's ashamed of them because I'm the only one who knows that they exist. should have put being unfunny on that list I, I do have a fear of being unfunny but I think I might have gotten past that like I'm pretty much funny sometimes a lot of the times not all the time but sometimes to a lot of the times where earlier on it was not funny to sometimes funny so that is my Donda that you know albums whatever um um, 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 um. I tried to watch the NYC Epicenters 9-11 to 20 and a half And oh my god 
it's so bad. I might try to redo it and then actually take notes while I watch it because the first one would just seem like they were trying to blame Italy and it was just really weird. Um, and then the second one was also very one-sided and I felt like they were really trying to push a narrative. So I don't know. I didn't. I did not like it. But here's here's something funny we're gonna leave on. Um, this Asian flight is Asiana flight two fourteen. This is a news article. I I saw it on a podcast and I thought it was fucking hilarious. And then I uh, showed one of my comic friends and he didn't know what the hell was going on. And he goes, "This can't be fucking real. That's hilarious." So a a plane crashed, and the the news says the name of the coroner is still trying to determine the cause of death and whether she coroner is still trying to determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her we have new information now also on the plane crash ktvu has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight they are captain sum ting wong (laughs) me too low ho li fook and bang ding ow and the NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing on Saturday. Investigators will be... So they had no idea that because what happened is when they called up the National Transportation Safety Board or whatever, they didn't ask who it was that picked up the phone. And I'm assuming it was like some janitor or some guy who was about to quit. And he's like... He's a real fucking amazing guy, this guy. He's hilarious. He's really hilarious. He decides to go... They didn't even ask him, like, what's your position? What's your name? What, you know, anything like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, here's the name of... You want the name of the cat? Okay, I'll, I'll spell them out for you. So they were told it phonetically, because they do issue an apology. Uh, but it was hilarious. They're like, yeah, we were told the names phonetically, um, and so we didn't know, but... It was Captain Something Wong. Something's wrong. And the second captain, We Too Low. W I T U L O. The third one is Captain Holy Fuck. H O L E E F U K. And then the third one was Bang Ding Out. How did they not see that one? Because it's literally like the plane is crashing. So Captain Something Wong, We Too Low, Holy Fuck, Bang Ding Out. If you read it all together. Amazing. 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 Truly amazing. And that's where we're going to end this week. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Um, I'll go ahead and, you know, do the little thing i got to do and uh, upload this and post it. And then hopefully you guys have something to listen to if you're bored the rest of their, your Labor Day. If you're done with the whole barbecue and being with people that you love that I wasn't able to be with because I was... Being antisocial for the first half of the day. Yes. And now I'm going to go be social and do comedy. Yes. All right. People have been calling me and messaging me. And you see, you called me during my podcast, which is why I hung up the phone. Because I thought you were going to end the recording and you didn't. All right. All right, guys. Love you. Bye.